It's Wednesday, March 2nd, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. It's good to be with you again today. We are continuing our time in Psalm 13. The events in Ukraine over the last weekend, last few days, and into this week sparked some reflection on what it means to lament. We've talked about the permission to bring our pain, our confusion, our anger before the Lord, that God is not too weak, too sensitive to handle our unvarnished emotions. He's given us permission to be able to speak to him from the heart. Today, what we're going to look at is that it's actually okay to ask God to respond I know that sounds weird, but let's let's look at Psalm 13 again. Let's look at Psalm 13 and, and see the way that David actually asks God to respond to his prayer. There's expectation here. The prayer of faith, the cry of faith has within it an expectation that God is able to respond. Not just able, but even willing to respond to the prayers of his people. Here's Psalm 13. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him, lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Last year, I went with my wife to a pastor-spouse retreat. As you can imagine, 2020 and 2021 were tough years for a lot of pastors, and so the topic of the retreat that our denomination was putting on for us was lament. How do we use the psalms of lament in right worship before the Lord? And the psalm they focused on was the one that we're looking at over these last couple days, Psalm 13. One of the things that was interesting to me was that not only were we given permission to lament, to pour out our hearts, to cry out to the Lord, but that the psalmist here actually gives us permission to ask God to respond. I I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I think that God has bigger fish to fry, right? I mean, think about what we're seeing in Ukraine right now. Could God really care about the things that are on my heart when that's going on? It seems absurd, doesn't it? It seems crazy to think that we could actually get God's attention when the world is on fire. But listen to what David says. Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. David doesn't just pour out his heart. He asks God to respond. He says, God, I need you to do something here. 
it is first a recognition that he can't do it on his own. Not only do we pour out our hearts and are honest about our emotions, but then we are honest about our inability to solve the problem. David can't fix this. Whatever it is that David was facing when he wrote Psalm 13, he didn't have a solution. He couldn't figure it out for himself. He needed God to respond. God had to be the one to fix things. Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. More honesty as the verse continues. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him, lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. Here we get to the fear behind the pain. David here is saying, Lord, I don't know if I'm going to make it. If you don't respond, I don't know that I can survive this. There is real cost here. The stakes are high. David is pouring out his heart and he's saying, God, I am expecting you to respond. I am desperate for your response because if you don't respond, I don't know how to keep going. Consider an answer. You have to light up my eyes. Otherwise, I will sleep the sleep of death. He is feeling despair. He is feeling depression. And oh, how many of us have felt things like this over the last couple of years, perhaps even over the last few days. We don't have to pretend like we don't feel this. Instead, we should allow that desperation, that, that, that sense of urgency to lead us to cry out and demand from God, God, answer me. Consider and answer me. Before we get to God's response, before we get to his answer, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I first think it's important that we see we have the right to ask. He is King of King and Lord of Lords. He is God Most High, the Holy One of Israel. I want you to think of the privilege you have. You, daughter, son of God, you have the right. You have the right to come before God and ask for an answer. How amazing is that? You get to come before the creator of the universe and say, consider and answer me. And what's crazy is that he will. Because he loves you. Because he is your father. This is the fatherly relationship. I have children. They come to me and say, Dad, I need you to hear me and I need you to answer me. They come to me that way. They have the right and the expectation that I will listen and that I will respond. Why? Because I'm their father. Because if they come to me for something, I will respond the best way I can. You have a father in heaven. All powerful, all knowing, all loving. Who bids you to come and gives you permission to demand a response. 
This is the kind of relationship you have with God. So even if you are feeling that despair today, don't lose sight. You have been given the right to approach him. You've been given the right to ask him to answer the cry of your heart because he loves you, because you're his child. We lose sight, I think, of the beauty of that right, of the joy of having a relationship with God. We get busy. We get overwhelmed by the things going on in the world and in our own lives, and we lose sight of the fact that God gives us permission to bring everything to him and then demand that he respond to us. What love, what relationship. It's amazing, isn't it? Let's pray. God, we thank you for the kind of relationship that you have entered into us with, or that you've entered into with us. God, we thank you that because we are in Jesus Christ, we have the right, the privilege of coming into your presence with all of our heartache, with all of our frustration. And that we don't get to, we don't, we don't only get to pour it out, but we also get to ask you to respond, to enter into our situation with your very presence. We get to call you to consider and answer us because you are our heavenly father. Would we never lose sight of the joy of that kind of relationship, of the privilege of that kind of relationship. You are a good father. You love us and you answer our prayers. We thank you. We love you. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're struggling today, here's what I want you to do. First, lay yourself out before the Lord. He answers prayers. And second, I want you to call the church. I want you to call the church office. Let them know that you need to talk to somebody. And we will make sure that you get put in touch with somebody who can help you with what you're going through. We love you. Thank you for being a part of this. I'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Good Will Talk Daily.